You know, I believe that anyone can make a positive difference in the world, great and small. I see it every day. And you don't have to be a celebrity or billionaire to do it. All you really need is the desire to use your unique gifts, talents, and passions, and then to simply begin. Hi, I'm Linda Mackey, and welcome to The Eloquent Entrepreneur, a place where I have conversations with everyday changemakers just like you. Join us and hear inspiring stories, hard-won wisdom, and discover practical tools to help you accelerate your impact. So whatever you're doing right now, listen in and prepare to be inspired. Well, welcome, Shannon. This is The Eloquent Entrepreneur. Um, it's been a long time coming, and um, I'm so happy you're finally on the show. Um, we're just going to get right into it, I think. Um, <laughs> Sounds great. Um, this is a whole new year, and I'm super excited because, as you know, um, it's now a podcast as well. So we're doing the video interviews still and the podcast. So that's super exciting for me. I'm really happy about that. And um, I'm so excited to have you on the show. So tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do and all that yes. stuff. Well, first <laughs> off, Linda, thank you so much for having me. Uh, it's been just such a fun experience getting my photos done with you. And uh, now to be on your show is just so much fun. Thank you. Oh, well, great um, to have you. <laughs> yeah. So to introduce myself, my name is Shannon Marshall. I'm the owner of Centerpiece Writing Studio here in Victoria, BC. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm a writer. I write special occasion speeches to support people who may be looking for a little bit of help um, preparing for, say, a wedding toast, or maybe they've got to deliver a, a eulogy or a, a reflection at a celebration of life. Um, these big moments in our lives um, often call for us to do a bit of public speaking. And unless we are doing that often, and many of us aren't, um, it could take a little practice. It could take a little preparation to feel like you're really confident in that moment. And so that's where I come in. I help people prepare their notes. I can either walk them through their process or I can provide their notes for them. Uh, we make sure they're tailored for the, uh, the big day and uh, give a safe, a safe space to practice as well so that everyone's name is pronounced properly. We're not leaving anyone out. We're getting the timing down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure that's a big challenge for the best of us. I know for me, I had to um, do a little speech from when, when my dad passed away and it was not right. easy. No, so have somebody like yourself to help with that because we're not all like, you know, orators, <laughs> you know, no. and especially when we're grieving or we're in the excitement of a wedding, there's a lot of big emotions and um, preparing isn't necessarily top of the agenda. So I just help take the take the load off a little bit. Yeah. So tell us, how did you get started as 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 do, like uh, um, as a writer and doing this type of writing? Because it's right. um, we think of a writer, we think of authors, and we think exactly. Of, yeah. yeah. Well, I've been a writer since kind of forever. You know, I have a little medal from grade one and winning my like creative 
writing metal yeah. <laughs> my first year, but um, that's awesome. Yeah, when I went to university, I studied creative writing as well as professional writing, and on graduating got a job in a traditional communications shop. So I was writing a lot of news releases, speeches, event plans, and you know, the full gamut, uh, opinion editorials, things like that. Um, and then later progressed into more of a consulting role where I was um, maybe delivering communications advice to senior leadership on how to better connect with employees through the layers of hierarchy and the public service. Um, delivering packages on mental health resources and things, all of these like important things at work. Um, but where my own entrepreneurial sort of start came was when I was helping a friend whose father had passed away. Um, she lives in the Okanagan. It was pre-COVID, but he had passed in the spring and had a lot of family coming in from the US. So they, they waited to have the memorial until the summer. Uh, she's got two young energetic kids and I didn't know it at the time but she was in the process of selling her house and buying a new one uh, and I just reached out to her and I said you know Sarah do you need a hand and she'd it was perfect timing she'd written some notes um, but she didn't know where to go with them so yeah how long ago was this a couple of years ago or? a couple of years it was pre-COVID yeah. so I'm gonna say 2019 2018 yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, she emailed me her handwritten notes. She took photos and I could see a theme right away. So we did a little bit of back and forth. Um, the speech came together really well. Um, and then when the time came, I was able to actually travel to the Okanagan to attend the service. And, you know, there were so many more people there than anyone was expecting. There was a room probably full of about 200, 300 people. Yeah. Um, but she was ready, you know, she's done a few speeches, but uh, again, like most of us, it's not her profession. She doesn't do it for a living. She does it once in a while. Uh, so she was nervous, but you know, she had what she needed. She got up there, she aced it. People were laughing in all the right spots. You know, it was sad and poignant in other spots and that really came through. And um, what, what we realized afterwards um, was that in addition to being able to speak, that process allowed her to actually unlock some grief that she'd been sort of keeping at bay because she's been so busy and because there was a delay between the when her father passed and when the service was um you know mm -hmm. I think we all have that tendency to just keep things down so that we yeah. can keep on keeping on and being able to speak those words really uh opened things up for her and allowed her to start moving on, which was yeah. uh, a nice effect that we didn't really anticipate necessarily. But yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, no, I think that's so true. Because I remember, I mean, everything was happening at once, like when my dad passed away in 2013. And there was so much going on with work. And then, you know, we were kind of, you know, 
um, thrown, like all the stuff was thrown at us, like all the financial stuff. We had to sell my dad's place and then, you know, putting together the um, celebration of life and then having to write, you know, and we do compartmentalize a lot of this stuff yeah. and internalize it too. Like you said, we push it down. And so I think what you are offering and you, you obviously came to realize after this experience that, you know, we really need to connect with our feelings. Um, you know, and what did you say? Um, what did you say that she, she had to really kind of reconnect with? Yeah, I think going like, through, um, amidst all the chaos, I guess. <laughs> exactly. Like, I mean, and that's a normal coping me mechanism. You said it yeah. yourself, we're compartmentalizing and there is, there's on top of that grief, there are so many decisions to make and so many yeah. activities to undertake and you've probably got family coming in under normal circumstances not necessarily in COVID times as big but um, our natural tendency is to come together when we're grieving and um, yeah and that's a comfort but it also means okay where are people gonna stay are they staying in your house do you have to cook them breakfast <laughs> like, yeah, it, yeah. Just, <laughs> it takes you out of your routine and it adds maybe a little bit more responsibility than you would normally have yeah exactly so um i mean this is all about you know how we make a difference in the world and every right. little bit counts and um, like, so when this, you had this experience with your friend, um, did you, like, I mean, did you have some kind of revelation? Like, oh my gosh, I can really help people here. Um, that is exactly yeah. like, it was through that process that I realized, wow, like this is something that is not being offered to my yeah. knowledge. And the more, yeah, I, I wish mean, I had I you then. <laughs> I've been reaching out to funeral homes all over the province and, you know, no one has said, yes, this person is doing what you're doing. <laughs> so, yeah, no, um, yeah, I realized, and the more people I spoke with, the more people said, wow, I have my own experience dealing with grief or saying goodbye, even before they passed. We knew that my family member was going to pass. She was in ill health. We had an opportunity to say goodbye while she was still here. Wouldn't it have been wonderful if I'd had a little help or a sounding board to yeah. just, uh, help make sure that that speech is polished. And, well, um, yeah, and, and be able to tell that person in the right words, because a lot of us don't know, and that's a big part of, as you know, what I am interested in is self-expression. So a lot yeah. of us don't know how to express ourselves. Um, you know, we're not used to being on camera. We're not used to having the spotlight. Maybe we are shy. Like I used to be very shy at parties yeah. and, you know, even like just Zoom meetings or whatever, like I'll often be the timid. But I, it doesn't mean I don't have a lot to say, um, you know. And so I think that having that um, opportunity to have somebody like yourself come in and help them through the process of connecting with what they how they feel and what they want to say and express to that person you know while they're still alive <laughs> and then of course at, at their Afterwards. celebration of we laughter. don't always have that opportunity yeah. but yes yeah it takes practice to get in touch and really 
express outwardly uh, our feelings. It's not necessarily, it doesn't always necessarily feel safe depending yeah. on our history. And, um, exactly. and that can bring up some confidence issues. So for sure. Um, yeah. And it yeah. doesn't just apply to, <laughs> obviously you write, you write, help people write things for all sorts of things like celebrating exactly. yeah. birthdays and I don't know, um, what do you call anniversaries, it? Um, anniversaries, you know, and, we, yeah. we live in a government town where there's a lot of public servants. And we know that with the baby boomers retiring, we've got a lot of retirements Retirement, and celebrations and, of yeah. careers coming up. Promotions um, probably. And promotions. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the sky's yes. I know we're talking about working together because I think you could help a lot of my clients with their websites. And they're yeah. and you know, um, a lot of people aren't writer, writers. Like I, I'm better talk. I, I mean, I think I'm a good writer, but I think I speak better than I write. I express myself better when I speak verbally. Right. Yeah. Um, so yes. I'm, you know, I need help trying to figure out how to, you know, communicate and express myself on my website through it's the text. And oh, it's it's a big. Um, endeavor, I think, for a lot of us. So <laughs> it's different when you're taking it in by ear, so a speech, yeah. hear it versus reading it. And um, so, yeah. yeah, I do. I'm definitely a better writer than a speaker, but yeah. having done enough speaking in my day, I've realized, like, wow, okay, I can. I can help here. <laughs> yeah. So actually, um, just to touch on this. So um, I know, okay, well, before your photo shoot we did together, um, you, you attended the Stepping Into Your Essence yeah. retreat. And I know that had a big impact on you because I knew that you were a better writer than you were a speaker. Um, right. A little bit. I didn't know you all that well <laughs> at that point. But, um, and I really saw a, a huge transformation in you. And since then, you've been showing up more on video and speaking and I'd love to know how that experience has impacted you personally and your business you know and how's it how's yeah. it shown up in your yeah. business and then I have another question after that sure <laughs> well I think honestly the stepping into your essence retreat I knew I wanted to attend after I read I'd already met you Linda and I knew I wanted to spend more time with you but then I read more about uh, Brett McDonald and Amy Leah Tamburini and what they were offering and I thought like wow I want to be in the same room as these women yeah. <laughs> and, um, I think yeah as a new business owner it was really useful for me to to be there surrounded by other women who are obviously winning in their businesses and um just to really, it was a day of, of like self-exploration and reflection, but also some play to like kind of yeah. keep it light and uh, keep it balanced, I would say. But um, yeah, just the experience of that small group of women together um, really did have a powerful effect on me. Yeah, uh, in yeah. terms of inspiration, in terms of finding that own sense, my own sense of um, personal safety in a group, and realizing that I do have a voice, and that mm -hmm. voice is being heard, and that voice is welcomed, was um, really critical, especially yeah. at the, the moment that I was at in that 
in my own process. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. and that's kind of, is that what you envisioned that you would get out of the workshop or the retreat? Or did, what did you like? What Honestly, I think my, my, it was more than what I was expecting. Yeah. I, my main reason for going was, I think, I thought it would help us connect as yeah. my service provider, you know, you're yeah. doing something that's very personal and um, yeah. takes a lot of understanding of your client. And I thought, well, yeah. this is a great way for us to get to know each other in yeah. advance of the photo shoot. Yeah. And that was also the case. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was. When I arrived for my photo shoot, we already knew each other and we were able to hit the ground running. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I didn't realize how much of an impact it would be to have me there. Um, and I'm going to continue to participate in the retreats from now yeah. on, um, yeah. especially with clients that have booked with me, um, for sure. I thought that made a big difference too. Yeah. How my photos turned out. My comfort level was so much um, higher on the day of the photo shoot because I felt like we knew each other and we yeah. already had worked out yeah communication and like yeah. our rapport <laughs> well I love that you said that you really like you knew you had a voice but this kind of confirmed it that you know what you have a voice I know you um expressed that in the the pre-material that you provided to me um just trying to find it somewhere um but yeah you said sometimes we have to find our voice first but before we realize we have something to say yes and, and that's that so I love yeah and that's how we change the world is what you said. It yeah. is. I think so. And I, you know, I've spoken with a lot of women and I, it's not a problem exclusive to women. I no, think there are lots of men yeah. who struggle to be heard. Um, but yeah, I think the women that I've spoken with, a lot of them have also discovered their voice or they're in the process of discovering their voice. And you can tell that they're, they're becoming more um, more confident in their ability to to create the change that they want to see in the world, exactly, and that's yeah. inspiring. Yeah, and that's I mean that's the sole reason I'm doing this is because I mean I've been on the journey of self expression and self acceptance, finding my own voice, and I feel like I'm I I know what my voice is, but it's you know it's it's a process right of how to get it out there right um it's always so evolving too it's always evolving yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the more we do it like the more i do these interviews for example the more um confident i am at speaking and it's i love having conversations and i love hearing about like everyone's stories and how they're running their businesses you know how yeah. they're making an impact and you know ultimately i mean it, obviously it sounds like you really enjoy what you do and and that first experience with your friend sparked something in you that you knew that you enjoyed doing and you felt good about doing and that is a lot of times the key to you know um making a difference in the world i mean it, it, you can't hate it you have to love it no right? you, you have, have to, to love it <laughs> have to be passionate about it so um where is that other question yeah so i mean obviously this is more than a good good do uh, a do good sorry a do good project <laughs> and it's not a project it's your life work uh your life's work um so like how do you see yourself i mean we can kind of have an idea but from you personally like your perspective like how do you feel 
um, what you do is making an impact in the world and for your clients? Well, you know, to a certain extent, I think writing is a lot like photography. Um, I'm painting a picture with words. Yeah. Um, and when we get into those human stories, I mean, whether we're celebrating a life well lived or we're maybe we're creating a professional cover letter or we're creating a bio for a website, those all help us see ourselves a little bit differently. And whether that's um, sort of a, how we want to see ourselves, a best version of ourselves that now we have something to aim for, or whether it's um, maybe the writer or the photographer seeing something that the individual doesn't even necessarily see themselves, that can be a game changer as well in terms of yeah. um, seeing ourselves because really how we process our own internal experience is yeah. what we bring out into the world, right? And so, yeah, um, yeah from a, a writing point of view, if I'm able to help instill a little bit of confidence, I think that can really only help. And if it can yeah. help spread joy, and love, well, even better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's probably, I mean, a huge form of self-discovery, um, you know, uh, inspiration and sometimes revelation. Sometimes like, like even if you journal, sometimes you can really uncover a lot of, I mean, it's a very powerful tool. Um, so, you know, just the power of writing and expressing yourself yeah. in a way, um, you know, without it, maybe you wouldn't be doing that do good project or making a difference, right. you know? So yeah, that's amazing. Um, yeah. And I see that as, you know, a huge way to express ourselves. Um, because if we didn't, then nobody would know right. <laughs> what we're doing, yeah. what, you know, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. So, so in terms of like, I just want to go back to your friend, because I'd love to know kind of, you know, what, what does the process look like when you work with a client? How do you, help her connect with those feelings and then right. come up with the speech or the the, the writing that goes well, with it. In the case of my friend, it was, like I said, it was really interesting timing. She'd already sat down and she'd written out a bunch of notes just by hand. Um, yeah. And so I didn't really need to coax anything out of her. It was funny because I didn't really know where she was going to be at when I made that offer. And I sort of, I made a long list of questions in terms of like, where could we start? So I was really ready to start with her at a much earlier process than where she actually needed to right. start. Yeah. Um, she was already really connected in with her feelings and that was that's great. Um, where she needed help was like bringing it together because obviously it can't just be like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's got to have yeah. some structure. You want to have an introduction. You want your stories to be, to fit within the right amount of time. Um, and then you're going to wrap up with a little bit of a, an impact to leave yeah. your audience with. And that's where I was really able to add some some theme and some structure uh, yeah. where it didn't exist before, but um, 
you know, I've worked, I recently wrote a personal bio for an individual who'd been nominated to the auto racing hall of fame, which was a topic oh, that yeah, I didn't know anything so cool. about. It was really yeah. cool. Uh, and we did, we started right from the beginning. Um, yeah. it was, he lived in town and, um, it was safe for us to meet for coffee. So we yeah. met for about 90 minutes. I got to know what he was all about, a little bit about his history, um, obviously his involvement in auto racing. And yeah. Um, yeah, we talked through what his his background, you know, a lot of that didn't make it into the final version, but it helps inform me. It helps me get a bigger picture of of who this person is so that I can then weave all those details together and yeah. offer a, well that a takes a real that, uh, a real gift which brings me to your um and I know I mean you talk about a lot of the people that you've worked with you've worked with astronauts for the Canadian Space <laughs> Agency you've done yes. uh, speeches for cabinet ministers um press releases, briefing notes, um, opinion editorials. I mean, you've had so much experience. Um, and um, I know you've told the story of how you got started. Um, what do you feel like now that you've been doing this for a while, like what do you feel is your greatest gift that really makes this hmm. um, successful for you and your clients? Right. Well, I think, you know, um, we talk about communication a lot and um, I do a lot of output in the communication department. That's what writing is. It's an output. But yeah. I actually think the most important part of communication is the listening. Yeah. And um, my strength, I would say even a little bit more broadly, is my empathy. Um, I'm really able to ask the questions that um, get us into where we need to be fairly quickly. Um, yeah. And, but beyond that, I think I have an understanding that goes a little bit beyond what I'm hearing, what I'm seeing. Um, mm -hmm. Being in the same room or being even connected across screens. Not everyone, has the language or the uh the eloquence to express themselves clearly that's why they're coming to me yeah but i can pick up on what they're trying to say i can yeah. pick up on intentions and um body language fill in a lot of blanks yeah yeah <laughs> you know i don't always get it right there's still that back and forth communication i always like to say writing is collaborative um, yeah, we because, sound so much alike, but you're, you're I'm in visuals and you're in writing. <laughs> we couldn't, we couldn't possibly nail it on the first try after 90 minutes, but with the, yeah. some back and forth, we can get into range and, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, you sound like, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you're a highly sensitive creative. I think you're I think, very, because most highly sensitive yeah. people are very empathic. They can sense a person's um, heart and intentions and um, you, we pick up on the subtle things. And I think yes. that's, I mean, that's yeah. what I attribute is my greatest gift as a photographer is my highly sensitive nature because I can 
really have the compassion and empathy and um, pick up on the subtle facial expressions or body language or and the things you my clients tell me and you know it yeah. sounds like it's a very similar thing for you which is critical because um, you you bring out maybe stuff that they would never have thought of exactly yes bring into the story and I can connect dots in a way that I'm I'm yeah. only I'm you know I'm 40 years into life and I'm just realizing now like oh I see the world a little differently than everyone <laughs> else <laughs> but it's a good feeling when you realize or you come to that revelation of like wow you know what what I'm doing brings me so much joy and I'm so connected to it and it's actually helping people like that's yeah. really the cool part of this whole thing you know and um you know having like you talk about intuition and um, right seeing all the details that maybe are hidden from most of us you know yeah it's sort of like i mean when you pick up a rock and there's all of this life underneath it <laughs> you would yeah. never guess <laughs> i think like each one of us has that complexity to us and um yeah it's just begging to be witnessed yeah it is yeah and it, it is such a gift um and so in terms of your i mean we talked about kind of the inciting incident if you want to call it like that what got you going um right. but what was the i mean we you talked about your your story your inspiration behind the work um can you touch on that a little bit more like just in terms of yeah like what was the big driving force um i know you talk about customer service right yes um, client service i love client service and it's a funny thing when you're progressing through your career i think there's sort of a tendency as you're moving up the ladder, you get further and further away from your client if you're not careful. Um, yeah. And I realized at some point that that was the case. I was like a little too far removed from my client. And, mm. um, and you know, with the with the expertise that I have, I. I wanted to deliver a higher quality of service than was maybe being expected of me when I was uh, working for an employer. And yeah. so, yeah, coming back to Centerpiece Writing Studio allowed me that opportunity to work one-on-one -on -one again with the client. And it allowed me to set my own service standards. Um, and they're high. Yeah. <laughs> I like yeah. good service. I love to get good service yeah restaurants spas hotels yeah, yeah. treat me yeah. right and uh but I also like to deliver good service yeah <laughs> well and that's where you know um values come into play um yeah. you know we all have certain values that we hold high and I think when you're an entrepreneur those couldn't be more important Yes. Um, so your value of, um, you know, high cost clients, so you want to give your clients an amazing experience and service, exactly. yes. um, and you want to obviously help them connect with their 
We want everything to be pretty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Add a little aesthetic to the writing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We're going to so go there. In terms of your, um, I mean, yeah, you, I think you, do you see yourself in there? Like in terms of um, wanting people to, like you, you're expressing yourself. Exactly. You see yourself in that whole kind of like, is it part of your journey as a business owner? Like I'm, I'm on my journey to express myself and this is what I'm helping my clients with kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Well, it's been a huge journey. Yes. I mean, the self-expression is one element of the journey that even just the small business ownership is part of the journey that I never really even saw myself on until very recently <laughs> until I got this idea. Yeah. Um, but I, it's not like I'd ever, I wasn't selling lemonade when I was five and everyone said, Oh, Shannon, she's going to be an entrepreneur. It's obvious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, so it's been a huge learning in terms of realizing how, just how much control over this business I have and how much um, of an ability I have to shape it and make it my own, which is yeah. amazing. So was there um, something in particular that happened that made you realize like, wow, I'm actually a business owner. I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. I am changing lives. I am making a difference here. <laughs> and I can make a living at this. Goodness, yes. I think those first paychecks are really <laughs> what what takes it from being a hobby to being a, a living. And yeah. um, definitely that's exciting. But in terms of journey, yeah, goodness, there's so much like even focusing, ramping up my social media building my own website. Well, I didn't build it, but I certainly launched yeah. it and had a lot of input into it. Um, yeah. Yeah. It all makes it real. Business cards and <laughs> promotional materials. It's all the marketing. Yeah. <laughs> all the networking. I have been like reaching yeah. out cold to uh, funeral homes and wedding planners and if you told me I was going to be cold calling people in my career yeah. in my forties, I would have laughed at you. Yeah, well, that takes a lot of courage um, to do that. Um, but yeah, you talk about that building your network and getting out there. Yeah. It's all a learning experience. And, you know, um, even though you, you know, you say you, you were frustrated and scared, but you're doing it anyway because you know how valuable the opportunity is. And I love that, what you, how you yeah. said that, because yeah. I think that's an inspiration in itself for people out there, listeners, you know, when you can really see such an opportunity for yourself and your people you're serving, you know, that's a big motivation. Yeah. Right. I think having that sort of end state in mind is really and it's not even necessarily a state but like what am I aiming for it's if you were just yeah knocking on doors or sending emails or picking up the phone relying on that instant feedback yeah you know I learned right away that <laughs> you can't rely on that immediate feedback you have to focus on the kind of the the higher vision to uh to get you where you want to go and to keep yeah. that in mind through the hard times for sure 
Okay, well, that, yeah, that ties in with my next question. I mean, you know, how you, how do you stay inspired and what is your, like I think, you know, with the, with the end in mind, we have to kind of think, okay, well, what kind of mark do I want to leave? Like, right. what do you feel is your, like, what do you want? What's your, what's your, um, yeah, how do you, what kind of mark do you want to leave on the world? And how do you stay inspired to keep doing what you're doing? <laughs> Two part you know, question. <laughs> it's a funny question that like leaving a mark on the world is like something I don't think about that often because it seems too daunting in a way. Like my, my well, goal. You're doing it one person at a time. What's yeah. that? You're doing it one person at a time. One person at a time. If yeah. we can heal a little grief, if we can... I mean, grief doesn't necessarily heal, but if we can yeah. unlock it and get it moving, if we can get a couple to really maybe find a little clarity in what they're actually committing to in their vows, if we can send off a, a beloved coworker with into their retirement with a bang, you know, those yeah. are the moments that really matter in our lives. Um, yeah. And, and it, it's on it. to, sorry, go ahead. It's easy to, to kind of dismiss them or to gloss over them as too much fluff or too much fun. But, but these yeah. are the moments that uh, really bring us together. And, yeah. They're the important and I think time. that's something the pandemic has shown us that yeah. is so essential to our human experience. Yeah, it's put a magnifying glass on what what really are the important things. And yes. um, I mean, you talked about, you know, if we can just find ways or if you can find ways to help people share the love. Like, I think that's yeah. what I'm hearing is that you do help generate love through all the people expressing themselves through their speeches, through their celebration of life um, tributes and, and all sorts of things, um, yes. things that people write um, and communicate to the world. Um, that's really a huge deal because then from there, they're just spreading it too. Exactly. So, the whole world was in love with each other, you know, <laughs> you wouldn't have so many problems. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, so just touch on a little bit. I mean, just, you know, your daily, I think a lot of people want to know, like, well, how do you, how do you stay inspired? Because it's, you know, I mean, especially in times like this, it's like, oh my gosh, it, it is um, quite, um, how do you say it? It can be daunting on our psyches. It's and demoralizing. Demoralizing. Yeah. How do you, um, I mean, you love what you do, obviously. I love what I do, but yeah. <laughs> but how, what are some of the ways you stay inspired to keep going? Goodness. You know, I do yoga a few times a week and I find that practice yeah. is really grounding to me. Um, even yeah. just deep breathing or meditation on the days when I'm not necessarily practicing um, yeah. has done a lot to keeping my mind a little bit more on rhythm, I'll say. Yeah, grounded. <laughs> but it is, it's easy to fall off. And I think yeah. um, good music helps. I think the more I can surround myself with excellence, 
that's how I, f- I feel inspired. I'll bring out my photos that you took and I'll flip <laughs> through them and I'll, I'll remember that experience of our photo shoot and how meaningful mm-hmm. it was. I'll go out to a nice restaurant where I know the service and the food are going to be amazing. And yeah. I'll just, I'll let that excellence surround me and remind me that this is open to me as well if I choose it and um, you know some days you just want to stay in bed and fair enough I've had those days (laughs) yeah (laughs) um, but if you have too many of them in a row you're not going to get to where you want to be so that's when I start um, yeah trying to, to surround myself with excellence whether it it's a good meal it's a good photo it's a good book it's a good piece of music it's well it's worth getting the best experiences out of life yeah exactly yes and I love what you say here like you talk about you know it's it's comforting to you to remember that there's so many amazing people out there doing good work and I can be one of them if I want to be right I love that that is so empowering um and I think it's really you know um I've never I mean I've never heard someone say it like that before. Like, and I think that's super powerful. Um, and I'm so uh, happy and proud of you for saying that. Um, <laughs> you know, seeing the, the growth that you've been through, like since we've started working together and just, and beyond, you know, like just that you actually put that out, down on paper, you know? Right. That's well, huge. I think, you know, I've had this sort of realization or like a change in thinking recently that, you know, excellence is not something that's anointed. Like you don't get the sword laid on your shoulder yeah. and <laughs> you are now excellent. Like it's it's not someone that someone can bestow on you. It's only something that you can offer out into the world. And yeah, you know, some days I don't choose to be excellent. <laughs> And that's okay. And we Let's can just be honest. say, you know what? I just don't feel like doing anything right now and I'm not capable of it. And But that's where I think a lot of people get stuck, right? And I think, you know, you've figured out some ways to just, you know, um, be with it or just Gotta, yeah. accept it and know that it's it. not, yeah. And yeah, I, I'm just... I, I would say I'm still learning on the path to acceptance, but my, my new, my new learning understanding of acceptance is not that we're accepting that it has to be terrible, yeah. <laughs> but we're accepting that it is in this moment terrible so that we're not fighting it because it's really that resistance to the terrible. It's that struggle within the terrible that makes it so much worse um yeah uh I'm like I said I'm I'm pretty new to acceptance but (laughs) you're doing an amazing job and I love everything you're doing I love all your posts and um, I love your work and I'm excited to work together so we're gonna thank you Linda yes yeah yeah we're gonna make stepping into your essence like an amazing kind of I want it to be like a weekend girls getaway. <laughs> I can't wait. That's what I'm envisioning. <laughs> I can't wait to be involved. <laughs> um, so let me see. I 
I mean, how would you, um, if you were to give advice to people who maybe are wanting to make a difference, you know, like I think there's a lot of people that have day jobs, which is totally great. They're doing what they love, but maybe they feel unfulfilled. Maybe they want to do something like how, how would you, what kind of advice would you give people, um, who want to make a difference, but don't know yeah. how maybe. Um, I think, you know, getting clear on what your values are we've already talked about that to a certain extent but um being clear about what what you want what you like what you what change do you want to see yeah uh, is really important and then I my advice is start small you know yeah I was chatting with my husband well it's a story that comes up uh from time to time but back in the 90s he used to bring his cloth bags to the grocery store and the cashiers would laugh at him you know and you probably remember those canvas bags from the 90s they were like very floppy they had super long handles that didn't oh yeah well in the in the bagging area (laughs) and um and my mom was the same way, actually, on the other side of the country. <laughs> my mom yeah. was also bringing her cloth bags. Yeah. And in yeah. the 90s, that was weird. That was considered yeah. a strange thing to do. Yeah. But <laughs> these people all across the country were doing that. And, yeah. you know, here we are in the, the 2020s. And uh, cloth bags are pretty ubiquitous now. We're now you're embarrassed if you forgot it. If not, if it's not mandatory, we're yeah, definitely yeah. encouraged yeah. to bring our reusable bags. And, you know, that's how change happens. You don't necessarily have to be the inventor. If you're an yeah. early adopter, if you're a late adopter. Yeah, it doesn't really adopt. Matter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> adapt and adopt and uh, yeah, make those small changes that align with your values and uh and then make another little small change and then make another little small change. Yeah. That's how the world changes. Exactly. And I'm reading more and more. A lot of people are talking about goals right now on, on, um, on various blogs and articles. I've just been kind of seeing it in the periphery and, and I agree with it because we all get daunted by like, I have to change the world and oh my gosh, like I have to have this big goal. And, but it actually is, um, almost works against us because it's so daunting and then we get discouraged and but if we start just taking the small steps like you said and not overthinking it and just you know it's easier to take the small steps and then see the results from those small steps then you can have the confidence and it just comes more naturally to keep doing it or you know take it up a little bit you know um so that's really cool yeah i love that that sort of the um what do you call it collective consciousness i think is is coming into play here a little bit (laughs) yes yeah and i think yeah i mean we don't necessarily shine a light on how much of a personal risk it can feel like to make a change and um it does take a lot of courage to make even a small change. So if you take too, if you aim for too big of a change all at once, it can be terrifying and um, yeah, yeah, might cause you to recoil from that goal rather than incrementally uh, reach it, work towards it. Yeah. 
Yeah, and the other thing, I don't know if this is something you feel. I mean, I don't get the sense you have a, like, a lot, like, well, I know sometimes, you know, I worry about what people are going to think of me if I put myself out there. I say this or do that. Um, is right. that a concern of yours or do you kind of, you're okay I'm with that? Sure. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm not alone. <laughs> so how yes. do you overcome that? Yes. Goodness. You know, a lot of deep breathing, a lot of, <laughs> but I think, yeah, I think back to an article I read, it was, an, I don't remember if it's an article or an interview with uh, Madeleine Albright. She was the first woman secretary, secretary of state in the U.S. And, you know, I don't know a lot about her, but this particular interview caught my eye because she was talking about how even at that level of power you know she's the secretary of state of a pretty powerful country yeah um, she felt nervous to speak in meetings yeah and I thought like hearing her say that just made me realize like this is a universal fear this is not yeah. my fear this is not your fear this is yeah. something yeah, we all feel it. <laughs> we all degree. feel it. <laughs> I'm sure some of the best actors out there get nervous. You know? I'm sure. And that cannot be our excuse anymore. So um, yeah. I think reminding ourselves of that that fear is universal and there's people all over the world who are doing it anyway. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. A good inspiration. And <laughs> and what she was saying, what Madeline Albright was saying is like, she would hold back and then someone else would say what she was thinking and they would get all the credit. Yeah. And, oh, I hate that when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh. That was I my idea. <laughs> well, I mean, to be honest, that's why I started this video thing because I'm like, okay, well, so many people are doing it and 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 there's a lot of people out there like just creating like i mean crap a lot of it's crap crap content but they're still doing it they don't care yeah. they're yeah. they're speaking their minds and i mean i think it's great you know I, I shouldn't say it's crap but you know what i mean like there's just so much stuff out there um people are saying and doing whatever they want and you know um just everyday people you know creating videos on sure everything under the sun right it's all open to <laughs> us now <laughs> so now it's like you don't okay, have well. to have a lot of fancy equipment or no uh, a lot of experience doing it you can just start yeah yeah and yeah. I love that I just that's what I I remind myself you know what yeah. Joe Blow down the street is making videos on you know how to you know fix a car you know like right. I mean, you can literally do anything and yeah. so I think it's great though, because there's just so much information out there and people expressing themselves. I mean, that's the main thing, right? And there's, there's so much, there's so much good that's come out of this, all this whole technology of, yeah. you know, uh, and there's an audience YouTube. for everyone. I think yeah. it's easy to think the world is small, but yeah. the world is so big. Yeah. <laughs> you're bound to have people who are interested in what you want to say. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it doesn't matter like <laughs> yeah. if someone else is already saying it, there's room for both of you. There's yeah. room for all 
300 of you, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like however many there are. Yeah. Well, I also think about too, like my, an old friend of mine said, well, if you like it, there's probably somebody else out there that'll like it too. So whether that's a photo or, you know, what I'm wearing or my hair or what I'm talking about yes. um, in these interviews, you know, like there's bound to be at least one person that will like it or will be interested. Yes. My mom, my mom will watch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sure that we'll, we'll, I know we're going to have a lot more people interested. So, yeah. Um, so let's move on. So five years from now. Um, what are your dreams and aspirations for your business and ultimate vision? I guess you talked about that a little bit about how you, you right. want to make an impact, spread love and all that. Yeah. Um, what do you envision yourself in five years? You know, this feels like such a new journey for me. Yeah. It's really hard to know what the next five years are going to look like. I mean, I assume that I, I would love to say that, you know, I'm known across Canada and into the Pacific Northwest for writing amazing speeches. Um, yeah. But who knows? I'm if it's totally doable. I don't know what you do. Something else might catch my fancy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll be who knows living in the Caribbean, <laughs> teaching surf lessons or selling yoga mats. Yeah. I, I have no idea. <laughs> well, it's, you know what? I mean, the world's your, the world's your oyster. And I mean, I know you love working with people one-on-one -on -one and, you know, who knows that could expand. I mean, with the retreat and, you know, everything you're doing is, it's, it's going to take on a life of its own. That's what I found in, in my business anyway. Like just when you, you do follow your path and your passion, um you know things just kind of show up yeah and <laughs> i think my business is new enough that <laughs> i'm still getting to know my clientele and yeah. and what their needs are so you know um it may be that there's more to unearth there and uh, yeah. more services I can offer that I don't even know are needed yet. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's a no. very exciting time. Yeah. Oh, I, there's, I mean, yeah, like literally writing, it could, it could encompass like a million and one things. So it can. see how that, yes. how that grows. Um, so now we'll talk about your photos and working with me. I mean, yes. I love, um, I love hearing about, like, I mean, you know, my process. I love, I mean, we've gotten to know each other a little bit before your photo yes. shoot and the retreat yes. and, and everything. And now that you've been using your photos for a while, I mean, I just love hearing about, um, and it's not to boost my ego. It's really just so <laughs> I can, you know, understand what parts of, our experience together, you know, the photographs themselves um, have impacted you and helped you in your yes. business so I can, you know, make what I do better. Um, so talk a little bit about like, okay, you, you, before the photo shoot, like, how did you feel a little, like, were you a little bit nervous or, you know, how did you feel prior to the photo shoot? And even yeah, before the- I was a little nervous. The retreat. I, I'd had photos done before, but it was always sort of the like, you know, sit on the stool. Am I frozen? Oh, oh yeah, you are. Hang on a sec. I just got to pause this. <laughs> sure. 
All right. So everything's been great. We've been talking about and um, now I want to talk about our experience with the photos, with the, with the personal branding and, um, you know, everything. Oh, hold on. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of like, We've lost oh. our flow. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, okay. This is starting over. <laughs> Well, thanks so much. Everything you've been talking about, I'm so excited for you and your business. And um, I've loved working with you on like, every level. And I mean, we started out obviously with your photos. So let's talk about that a little bit. And I'd love to find out, um, you know, because a lot of what I do is, um, you know, my process and, you know, we've gotten to know each other and all this other stuff. And But I love to talk to my clients after to find out, um, you know, how their experience was and how the right. photos might be working for them. Um, and, you know, not just to boost my <laughs> ego or whatever, yeah. it's really so that I can do my job better. Cause I love, uh, I love human nature. I love people expressing themselves and I love seeing sort of, you know, how, what kind of impact, you know, the experience of has course. on them personally, but also in their business and stuff. So, Let's yeah. chat about like a little bit before the photo shoot, even before the um, retreat. Um, how how are you feeling before that? Just yeah, um, I was a little <laughs> bit nervous, I think, about getting photos done um, at this level. I mean, I'd done a couple of photo shoots before, but they were sort of like the like sit down on the stool and we're going to take a bunch of different angles and yeah. <laughs> smile. And <laughs> yeah. um, but these took a lot more thought in terms of like, who are you? Where do you, where do you want to be photographed? What do you want to be photographed doing? What's going to convey the work that you do and the personality that you have? And um, yeah, it was a much bigger ordeal than I'd ever uh, <laughs> taken on for a photo shoot before. <laughs> so I'm sorry about that. <laughs> no, no, not at all. It was, I mean, it's those baby steps, right? Towards the bigger goal. Um, so yeah, I thought your process of uh, discovery and um you've got a really comprehensive questionnaire that got me thinking a lot more clearly about what I might like to um, my photos to look like and what my brand actually was. There was a lot of clarity there through that process. Yeah. And then yeah. meeting with you and talking about it and getting your advice back and forth. That's where the collaboration kind of comes in. It was a really great process. Mm -hmm. Oh, good. So you found, did that really help with you in terms of like confidence and, and just clarity around your business and exactly kind of knowing yes. the direction you want to go in kind of thing. Yes. And understanding that, um, I think how my photos could really enhance what's already there in terms of I had a, a website that I love. I was already starting to do social media, but yeah, I didn't feel like my photos were a right fit anymore. And so when I got your photos, 
it really felt like that last piece sort of snapping into place, especially on my website. Um, my designer did such a great job with the website that yeah. the photos really just see, they felt out of place. I'm sure they weren't as bad as I think of them as being, but <laughs> <laughs> um, I was never quite happy with the photos until we were able to go through that process, get something yeah. very professional. And um, it really does, it makes the website sing. Yeah, Same with social media. I know, yeah. Um, yeah, it's made it a lot easier to um, quickly, post photos on social media. Of course, I'm a writer. So a lot of my posts are around my thoughts and like typing them yeah. out. It's so much nicer to just have a photo that I can add um, to those posts without having to, to think too much about it and knowing that oh. those photos are gonna get attention and they're gonna help me elevate my voice. Mm -hmm. Do you find they help communicate what you're trying to say or like definitely you know, yes. are i mean that's the whole point i i my goal is to create images that speak for you when you can't be there in person exactly i always try to make sure that that's happening yes <laughs> um yes. at every stage i think it allows people to see who i am and then and also read my message which doesn't I don't have to be encumbered in my message to tell them who I am because my photo is speaking that for me. So I can yeah. really get into what I want to say. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what excites you most about um, your new photos? Um, you know, I, I look at those as, you know, um, like we're always growing and becoming. And I think that, you know, like in time, you're going to be like, okay, it's time to express myself in a different way. And, right. yes. um, you know, I think, well, I mean, you tell me, I mean, I know you were just talking about a little bit, um, but sure, you know, like sure. what's the most exciting part about it? Like just in, in how they're working for you right now. Um, do you feel it's elevated you as a business owner? Um, how, like what are kind of some of the tangible or intangible uh, benefits you think that you have, received or experienced as a right. result well we covered a lot of range and that was really yeah. important to me when we did the photos because I am a smiler I <laughs> smiling is kind of my default yeah yeah well you have a great <laughs> um, smile <laughs> it's easy to get a photo yeah. of me smiling and I have a big smile but um it was nice to have a few photos that are a little bit more maybe self-reflective, a little bit more serious. And I find when I'm trying to hold that in, I don't want to end up with a passport photo. Right? Yeah, exactly. You have to find so, that um, happy moment. But we did get some really great, um, I don't even want to say serious. I don't think the photos are serious, yeah. but they're more thoughtful. Yeah. Um, and that's part of me. But, yeah. um, and so, yeah, I've been able to create some really meaningful rat cards, which I am distributing now to funeral homes who will then oh, in turn sweet. include those in their uh, customer info packages. Yeah. And, you know, they're getting a lot of attention. I think they're very oh, eye-catching. We've got some nice photos of me, one that's very, um, thoughtful and reflective and one that's a little bit more joyous um, yeah 
because that's also me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, we have a million and one facial expressions. Exactly. Yes. And I actually was looking last night at the bigger library of like, um, the bigger library of photos. And it was fun to go back and look at some of the ones that I didn't ultimately select and realize like, oh yeah, we had all of these (laughs) and all of those. And I started, I let my imagination run away with me for a little bit. (laughs) Well, we have, um, I mean, this is one of my um, goals. I guess I wanna keep my clients, right? And I I started with this, um, I created the VIP refresh program, which is basically a way for you to come back so we don't have to do all the heavy lifting like we did before, right. like all the whole creative questionnaire and all the stuff. Um, we can just kind of, oh, let's, okay, this is the next, this is my next evolution. Um, so I have this VIP refresh program, which I'll fill you in on later, but okay. it's a way that we can keep working together and, um, you know, you get a better deal next time. And then, you know, depending on which package you get, you could potentially get all the photos from your first shoot, wow. which is nice to have because yeah. well, for posterity's sake, but also, you know, like you said, there's some photos in there that maybe, you know, you would have loved to have gotten, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, they weren't in the cards for that particular time, but, you know, like they are photos that could work for future pages on your website or um, social media, you know. Um, nowadays, as you know, like we have to be posting on a regular basis and, you know, people love seeing um, us in the photos. <laughs> but I get it the most make a difference to see someone's I, face and yeah. I'm the same way. Yeah. People want to see you. They want to see what it looks like to work with you. Um, it's like I get the most likes whenever I post and I always feel funny because I'm kind of a shy person. So <laughs> that's why I'm the photographer. And, but I'm trying right. to do more of that because I know people want to see me. Right. Yes. And yeah. I want to get to know me and um, putting ourselves out, putting our face out there um, is the best way to it's do that. It's a visibility. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a way to be seen and heard for sure. And your yeah. photos are so captivating. Oh, um, I think they stand out. Yeah. I love it. I love how, you know, I love, as you know, like just people really shining, accepting who they are and really expressing themselves and having that show up in the photos um and just creating this whole um you know multi we're also multifaceted right so like a headshot i always say a headshot shows what you look like a portrait shows who you are yeah there's not just one portrait that's why personal branding is called personal branding right um it's a personal campaign for you as the business owner and you're communicating to your you know, all those amazing clients out there that want you and need you, they just don't realize it yet until they see the photos, they see the website, they see the read the writing, you know, that's where it all culminates. Um, it's, a, it's another piece of that full package. That, yeah, yeah, that's what I love about it. So I love and I love working with heart centered, highly sensitive entrepreneurs and creatives and, you know, because we do have a lot to say and I love that you said that, that you can be one of those change makers, you know, you can be one of those amazing people out there (laughs) that are doing, you know, stuff. We're always working towards it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, okay. Last question. Um, What's next for you? Is there any big projects you're working on or you're 
Um, mm-hmm. You know, what are you, what are your plans for the next little while? Do you have something yeah. you want to share with everyone? Well, <laughs> first, first things first, we need the events industries to be able to open up again in BC. Um, yeah. Weddings and funerals, we're, we're still waiting. Um, That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, hopefully won't be too much sooner by the looks of things, but I wouldn't presume <laughs> to yeah. know for sure. Um, but yeah, it has been a big hit on both the funeral and the wedding industries. And I know we're starting to see a few closures now, um, which is really a shame. Um, so yeah, hopefully we'll see a, a summer of weddings and you know, you're never hoping for funerals, but um, yeah. in a time of grief, I think coming together is better than not. So well, I will say, yeah, that, it's that's nice. what I hope that we are able to gather and grieve in the ways that we need to, um, even though it's not necessarily something we're, we're hoping for. Um, on the other side of things, I've been working on a independent video game for a few oh, years. Cool. It's been sort of a little bit of a, a fun project with friends. And I think we're going to have something to show a little later this year. So uh, that's going to be very exciting. I've mm-hmm. been doing the um, character development of one of the, I would call this character a guide that kind of takes you through um, different parts of the game. So yeah, uh, conveys a lot of technical information, actually. So that's been its own little challenge of weaving in details of technical information with this character and their voice and uh, yeah, a little humor. So um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to being able to uh, present that to the world this year, too. Sounds great. And yeah, we're going to talk because I really want to bring you into the fold for the Stepping Into Your Essence Retreat. Perfect. Yes. Yeah, for webs for their website copy, you know, there's all sorts of, um, I think, ideas that we can uh, collaborate on. Yes, portraits and bios go together like a horse and carriage. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) exactly. Well, thank you so much, Shannon. And where can people, what's your website again? Yeah, I'm at centerpiecewriting.com. Centerpiece is spelled the Canadian way, R-E, instead of E-R. But uh, yeah, and you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Centerpiece Writing as well. Awesome. Well, that was amazing. I think we covered a lot of really interesting and inspiring information for everybody listening. And um, yeah, I'm excited to see what you do in the coming you know, days, months, years. Yes. Yeah, it's going to be an exciting year, I think. I think 2022 feels like we're starting to open up a little bit. There's a little more hope post-pandemic yeah. or mid, amid the pandemic. Uh, it feels like we're coming to a, a place where maybe there'll be a little bit more openness. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, soon, soon. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, thanks again. Well, wonderful and to speak with I you, Luman. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, thanks for joining. I'm honored to be considered a, an eloquent entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> well, we're all change makers. That's why I say everyday change makers. Yeah. We all, you know, it doesn't matter if it's one thing or several small things or a big thing, you know, it yeah. all counts. So, yeah. um, I mean, we all ultimately just want to, you know, make a difference, right? We don't well, want to have so many amazing guests. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay. Well, we'll chat with you soon. Sounds have an awesome good. day. All right. You too. Thanks, Linda. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Eloquent Entrepreneur Conversations with Everyday Changemakers and that you're feeling supercharged and inspired to make your positive impact in the world. Because one thing I know for sure is that together we can create a lasting legacy and ignite others to do the same. To learn more about the Eloquent Entrepreneur and more, visit my website at lindamackey.ca. Bye for now.